And welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Before the Three Count. I am the one, the only, Osiris, coming at you with the host with the most. The unnamed host, a.k.a. Shonuff, the Shogun of Harlem. Shonuff. <laughs> Am I the baddest? Show sure enough. Am I the prettiest low down mofo around this town? Show sure enough. <sighs> Amen. Feel that glow. And we're on another week of, you know, the rumors, the drama of uh, the wacky world of professional wrestling that we all have grown to love. Yes, and I, I'm sorry, this is a really random segue, but I, this, this just clicked in my head. Uh, the last dragon, the whole thing was feel the glow. Yeah, and, uh, Naomi um, from WWE. Yeah, uh, that's her whole thing. Feel the glow. Is she still wrestling? She is. She uh, she's been involved in a long feud with Sonya Deville on SmackDown. Okay. Um, okay. And she actually she wrestled at the uh, Saudi Arabia uh, the Elimination Chamber yesterday. Okay. Tag match. Okay, yeah, because I guess since I've just been watching NXT for so much, I haven't checked out the other brands. So I keep on forgetting about like SmackDown and Raw, you know, women's talent and stuff like that. Completely understandable. And WWE also often forgets about their women's talent. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so no worries uh, there. But uh, all right, um, did you get a uh, chance to uh, watch the pay per view yet? Yes. Okay, and how was it? Um, actually, I'm going to say it was probably, in my opinion, uh, the best Saudi Arabia pay-per-view that they've done. Nice. I've heard the previous ones weren't so bad neither, so that's, uh, you know, pretty decent to hear. Yeah, the, the shows themselves are usually good. Why I like this one the best is because it actually, like, meant something. Okay. Um, usually they treat them like a glorified house show, so it's like okay. they have big stars, big matches, but, like, once once they get back, it's like it never happened. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, yesterday there was a lot of lot of things on the line leading into WrestleMania. Okay. And uh, and I guess technically, yeah, it's the first time they've done a traditional pay per view from Saudi Arabia because it was the Elimination Chamber pay per view. Um, usually, when they do the Saudi Arabia pay per views, it's some big special like Super Showdown or Super Royal Rumble or yeah. you know things yeah. like that. So, um, but yeah, no, I thought it was good. Um, I'm probably one of the only people in the world that wish Goldberg and Roman Reigns went a little bit longer. Okay. How long was um, the match? Maybe six, seven minutes, maybe. That's crazy short. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and uh, the queen, she was saying Goldberg can't do longer than that. And she might not be wrong. He is uh, in his uh, mid-50s, if I'm yes, not correct. Yep. Uh, wrong. 50, okay. 55, so yeah, exactly mid-50s. Yeah. On a Thursday, he posted a thing on YouTube. Uh, he was at the gym with Michael Cole. Um, and it was funny. He was like, oh, he's like, just got off the plane. He's like, you know, and I was the first guy in the gym. And then the second guy, and he turns the phone, and it's Michael Cole on the elliptical. Like, All right. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> okay. So uh, would you rather have them go 15 minutes? Or that's too much? So it's uh, about even 10? Yeah, I think like an even 10 would have been good. Okay. And uh, but but you know the match itself was solid, and maybe that it was best that it ended when it did, so nothing could go wrong. Okay. Uh, Goldberg has had a couple of bad matches in Saudi Arabia, 
Um, yeah, but, that that one with the taker. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but with that being said, the match was solid. Uh, Roman Reigns won with a submission victory. Uh, or not a, not even a submission, I guess. I think Goldberg passed out. I don't think he tapped out. Okay. Um, but uh, it was good stuff. I liked the finish, even though it was a little anticlimactic. Okay. Um, which kind of was a theme for the show. Um, the finishes kind of felt a little anticlimactic. But I think also a part of it is for most of the matches, it was pretty easy to predict who was going to win. Okay. Um, okay. So, like with Goldberg Reigns, uh, I mean, I had no doubt that Roman Reigns was keeping his belt and headlining WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. Right. And uh, and that was the opening match of the show, surprisingly. Really? That's how they mm-hmm. set it off. Yeah, that's how they set it off. Okay. And the champ came out first. It was Reigns out first, and then uh, Goldberg got his big Goldberg entrance. Yeah. Okay. Uh. But uh, so that good stuff there. Then right from there, it went into the uh, women's elimination chamber. How'd that go? Um, not bad for for a women's elimination chamber match. Um, you know, which I mean, to be fair, like they've only had I think three of them, so everybody is pretty new to doing it. You know. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, no, it wasn't bad at all. Uh, the winner, um, and, and I think they made the right choice was Bianca Belair. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, so she will be going on to WrestleMania to face the winner of the, I think it was the next match of the night, which was uh, Becky Lynch against Lita. Jeez. <laughs> right? Uh, that's a little crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Can Lita uh, still go? Surprisingly, actually. It, it was a really good match. Okay. And it didn't feel like Becky was pulling her through it. Like it felt like they were both like putting in their putting in the work. Okay. Well, I guess you know, Lita must still have some of that uh, muscle uh, memory. You know, definitely. Um, In fact, my only complaint with that match and with uh, Lita's comeback is she's doing the twist of fate, Mm -hmm. and I feel like she shouldn't be. (laughs) But wasn't that always her finisher? Yes, but she was dating Matt Hardy at that time. It was his finisher. Like, so it was kind of like, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Um, but I feel like now neither of the Hardys are in WWE. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, oh, like Lita should have her own thing. Okay. But that's probably just me. Okay. Uh, okay. But then, what, uh, how did, um, yeah. how was Brock, how was Brock and, uh, Lashley's? So Brock and Lashley, they were in the elimination chamber match for the men's side. Right. Um, and uh, I'm very curious what the storyline going forward is going to be for Lashley. Okay. Because he, he never even got in the match. Ah. Um, Seth, he was locked in his pod, and Seth Rollins powerbombed Austin Theory. Yep. Like, through the glass into the pod. Yep. Um, onto Lashley. And then Lashley sold it like he was, like, shot by, like, a gun. Like, he was, like, just dead, <laughs> like, slumped <laughs> over. Like... <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, the refs came, pulled him out, and the whole thing. And they were like, Bobby Lashley will not be returning to the match. So you think uh, he might have a legit injury? I don't know. Um, it could have been from that. Okay. Um, from watching it, I feel like, unless he landed funny on his leg. Yep. Um, but otherwise, I'm like, oh, like that couldn't have caused like a, a real injury. But I, maybe he had something going into the match, or maybe they've got a storyline they want to work out. And that's what yeah. I'm curious to see. Yeah. 
But uh, with that being said, uh, Austin Theory took a beating in the Elimination Chamber. He's a, uh, he's a young one of, of the of the group, right? Yes. Yeah. He's the, uh, like the rookie, twenty four, maybe. Yep. Are you a fan? Um, I, I am a fan. I, I knew him back on the Indies. Okay. Um, it's funny. At an Evolve show, he uh, gave me a chocolate covered cookie with his face on it. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So I knew him from the Indies, working XWA uh, up in Rhode Island, and then uh, just yeah, at Evolve, uh, the different Evolve tryouts I've had. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I knew him from there. The moment I saw him, I yep. knew he was destined for WWE. Okay. Um, he's just got a great look and build. Okay. And uh, the Queen pointed out he does look like a kind of like a young John Cena. Okay. Uh, not nearly as jacked, but I mean, they've got the wellness policy now, so you know. Yeah, give them time. Give them yeah, time. No doubt, no doubt. But uh, but yeah. So, was, but uh, so I, yeah, I'm a fan of his. I, I like him. I like his attitude. Um, I'm curious to see where things go for him. I think they want to make him a big star. Okay. Um, but I think they're going to make him earn it for sure. And uh, yesterday he earned it. <laughs> Like I said, he got power bombed through the uh, glass chamber thing, um, and then uh, so so <laughs> so the uh, you know the elimination chamber. I I forget what the time limit is. I don't know if it's every ninety seconds, every two minutes, but a guy comes out of the chamber. Okay. And uh, so it came down to the last two. Um, one of them would have been for Bobby Lashley. The other guy remaining was Lesnar, but Lashley was already out of the match. And okay. uh, the buzzer goes off, and Lashley's cage thing opened. Okay. So it meant Lesnar was going to still be stuck in his for another two minutes. Uh-huh. And then Lesnar, like, looks around, and then he just, like, kicks his open leg. Hilarious. And then it just became Suplex City and Squash City, uh, as Lesnar just single-handedly beat everybody. It is. Uh, but uh, poor Awesome Theory. Uh, so it gets down to Lesnar and Theory. Theory's running away from Lesnar and decides to try to climb to the top of the thing. Yep. And uh, Lesnar, like, hops, like, like Theory's climbing like you climb a fence. Yep. Lesnar, like, jumps up and grabs and then, like, jumps up and grabs. Like, I've never seen anything like it. He's just such an athletic beast. <laughs> um, and, uh, but he, like, got up there so quickly. And so him and Theory, they're standing on the top of the, um, like, glass platform. Yep. And then Lesnar gave Fury an F5 off of that. <laughs> like, Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jeez. like, Fury took his bumps yesterday, for sure. What uh, what brand's he on? Fury is on Raw. Okay. Okay. And, and uh, before the, the, the pay-per-view, who was he feuding with? Um, feuding with? I'm going to say nobody, but he was involved in a storyline with Vince McMahon. Well, what's that storyline uh, about? Vince is like I don't know if he's his mentor or like just doesn't like him or what but like every week Vince is like oh like you know you gotta go out there kid you gotta show him how it's done or I'm gonna slap you in the face like okay okay um, really weird kind of dynamic I don't fully get it <laughs> okay alright uh, yeah it's so different yeah yep um, but uh, you know hey Awesome Theory's working directly with Vince Man on TV, so that can't be a bad thing. No, or, or I mean, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> you never I know. It could be. <clears throat> uh, any 
other um, highlights of the show? Um, so then uh, the uh, what was the oh uh, other matches on the show was the women's uh, on SmackDown side they had a women's tag match. Okay. Uh, it was Sonya Deville and Charlotte Flair. Okay. Uh, against Naomi and Ronda Rousey. How was that? Uh, it was okay. Um, <laughs> weird stipulation. Ronda Rousey had to wrestle with one arm tied behind her back. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't watch SmackDown on Friday, so I didn't know exactly what was up with that. Yeah, leading into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, whatever was what it was. Uh, I feel bad for Naomi. How come? Uh, I feel like she, like she's been in this weird storyline with Sonya Deville for. Uh, you know, months uh, yep. at this point. And, and now Ronda Rousey's back, and I feel like Ronda Rousey is the focal point of the storyline. Right. And, and Naomi was just kind of there, like, oh, like, you're here too, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you gotta do what's best as far as bringing in the, the ratings and the money. Uh, absolutely. And Rousey might have got the biggest pop of the night. It was between her and Lesnar. Oh, okay. Good for her. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, I mean, Saudi Arabia, I think, is a big fight. Like, they're big into MMA. Okay. Um, so, so I think. So, that would make sense, though. Uh, also, something I found interesting, and I think this is because Saudi Arabia is like a soccer-type country. Yep. Um, which I think, like, every country except for the United States is. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Seth Rollins, uh, everybody was, like, singing his theme song, like, even throughout his match. Oh wow! He was in the men's elimination chamber, and uh, but yeah, everyone was just like, oh, I, I don't even know how to do it, but like it's like, oh, <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, 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 like one of those soccer chants. Yeah, yep, yep. Okay, all right. <clears throat> um, so you said out the all the crown jewels that happened uh, in the past. This one is your uh, favorite one. Yes, yes, sir. Is it because the, it had the Elimination Chamber uh, gimmick in it, or just everything else just meshed well together? Uh, I think everything else meshed well together, and just uh, everything meant something. And for me, that that's really big. Uh, I like okay. for things to mean something. I want to know, okay, this wasn't just a match. Like, now this is going somewhere, and we'll see you at WrestleMania, or what have you. Okay. Okay. Dope. Uh, so, was that a nice... Uh, lead off to Mania, basically, then? Yeah. Yep, it set up all the storylines. We know now it's going to be Becky Lynch and uh, Bianca Belair. It's going to be... We already knew it was going to be Lesnar and Reigns, but now we know it's uh, champion against champion. Okay. Uh, Are you a fan of that? Um, I think it depends what they do with it. Okay. Well, um, you know, if they they decide, you know what, we're just going to have one belt and our champion will be on both shows... I think that might be a good idea. Okay. Because um, it, it does become confusing when you have two champions. Yep. Like, well, which one means more? Because there needs to be, like, one that means more than the other. Does it, though? I think so. But, like, unless you're okay. differentiating by, like, weight class or something like that. Okay. But otherwise, like, how do you, you know, like, to me, it was always, you know, the heavyweight title. That was the top belt. The intercontinental title. That's the number two, like. Right. But, uh, like, if you have two heavyweight champions, well, then who's the top guy, really? Well, I mean, back, even with the IC belt, when they had the WrestleMania 6 with Warrior against Hogan, it was almost like they were still on the same level. It's like their belts were, like, almost the same weight. You know what I mean? 
but they weren't and here's how I can prove that okay um, Hogan didn't want the Intercontinental title that wasn't on the line true but the way that they booked it was still champion versus champion yes but it, wasn't, not, it wasn't heavyweight champion against IC champion it was champion against champion yes but uh, I'm sorry I just got distracted by a <laughs> Snapchat post I saw <laughs> And uh, this person uh, who I know, um, and I know their current boyfriend, and I know their ex-boyfriend, yep. and uh, they just posted a thing. They said, I'm so effing grateful for the man I am with. He loves me and pays attention to me and isn't an effing dirtbag. Huh? And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, no, like, and I know, like I said, I know both her current boyfriend and ex-boyfriend. They're, uh, well, her ex-boyfriend is a wrestler, and her current boyfriend, I think, I'm going to say used to be a wrestler, because I don't think he wrestles anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but I'm just laughing. I'm like, wow, like I thought he was a, the ex. I'm like, I thought he was a good guy. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just goes to show you never know, right? That is true. You never know. <laughs> but uh yeah, you know, I was gonna say so with uh champion versus champion, uh I think you think someone's gonna actually go over, or you think there's gonna be a a, a dirty finish. Or DQ. I'm, I'm very curious because uh, Lesnar. I mean, Lesnar is Lesnar. Yep. Um, although I don't think he has a very good record at WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, if I if I'm right on that, I feel like he's had a lot of losses. Okay. But uh, but I mean, Reigns. He's like the guy right now. Okay. Um, so so yeah, I'm curious how they decide to book that and where they decide to go with it. Okay. But uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you want to see one of them as like the sole champ? Do you like the idea of two champions? Um, if they continue this whole brand split, might as well have two champs. That's uh, fair. If they were able to consolidate it into one, obviously you used to have you used to need one. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But uh, you know, uh, does Lesnar have any obligations with any other MMA matches, uh, or is he gonna stick around for a while? Uh, he's not doing MMA anymore. That I can say for sure. Um, okay. After he failed the drug test last time. Okay. That uh, he took himself out of their testing pool. Oh, okay. What did he test uh, positive for? Steroids. Oh, okay. And so, and I mean, I mean, you look at him and it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, he's getting older now, so he's not as big as he once was. No, he's not, but he's still a really big guy. Yeah, what's he build at? Uh, they're building him, I think, at 280. Looks about right. Yeah, I think so. Weight is such a funny thing. Um, we were actually talking about this. I had a show last night, and uh, we were in the back because, uh, actually, I, I think you know Scott Levesque. Sounds familiar. He, uh, he's been around for a long time. But okay. uh, he, uh, like like many of us, put on some COVID pounds. Okay. And uh, so last night, uh, he and my tag partner, SOG Ronnie Ribs, they were just kind of comparing bodies and everything. And, yep. Um, Levesque, like I said, he put on some COVID weight, but uh, he, he said his weight and uh, SOG didn't believe him because Levesque's weight was five pounds less than SOG's. Yep. And uh, but I was I was looking at them and I'm like, well, SOG is about two three inches taller. Okay. So I'm like, that's gonna make a difference. And also, like, people just carry weight in a funny way. 
Okay. There's this wrestler that's that showcase, Paul Holloway. He's okay. 220 pounds, but you would never guess it by looking at him. Why? Is he very tall or very short? Uh, he's like my height, so not. he's like okay. probably about six feet. Okay. Um, but he's not, he doesn't have a muscular build to him at all. Um, he's like a chubby fat, like not like a, you wouldn't look at him and call him fat by any means. Um, okay. But like, you know, he's not built in any way either. He's got a, he's got a stomach, you know, and um, I don't think he works out a lot, but he's 220 pounds. I, yep. I'm, I'm 201 pounds on, on a good day. Yep. Um, and uh, I look a lot bigger than him. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, so it's just funny. I'm like, oh, different people hold weight differently. True, true. Um, yeah, well, and sometimes, you know, depending, look, fat does weigh more than muscle, so that also can, you know, play a factor. For sure, for sure. So, uh, but, okay, um, but since you mentioned you had, uh, yesterday you were, had a show, uh, how'd that go? Um... It was uh, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Uh, <laughs> All right. It was uh, let's see. So it was a tag match. Okay. Uh, it was myself and SOG Ronnie Ribs taking on the team of Scott Levesque and Nick Diamond, who have never teamed together before. Okay. Uh, we were in North Attleboro, Massachusetts. Okay. And uh, in front of a raucous crowd of maybe 20 people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, not, not the greatest night uh, business-wise. So this is coming off of uh, last week's win, uh, where you were able to single-handedly defeat uh, the same people? Yes. Yeah. Well, last week was I defeated Nick Diamond and his usual tag partner, Paul Holloway. Oh, okay. Okay. Tag champs. So it wasn't per se a, a full rematch, but a half a rematch. Yes, we'll call it a half a rematch. Okay. Um, and like you said, you were single-handedly uh, victorious. Uh, so was the belts, your new tag belts up for grab uh, yesterday? Yes, they were. Okay. Okay. And uh, it sounds like Ronnie was there this time? Yes, he was. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so take us through it. Um, so yeah, so uh, we had this match. Uh, like I said, not a lot of people there. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, SOG and I did come out victorious. Uh, okay. Kept our tag titles using uh, the nail in the cross uh, finisher that hasn't been seen in quite some time. Okay. And uh, for those that don't know, the nail in the cross, it's kind of a, an homage to the Legion of Doom and the Doomsday device. Ah, nice. But it's a little bit different. Um, okay. So Ronnie holds them up in the uh, razor's edge. Okay. And because of that, their arms are out, so it looks like a cross. Okay. And, uh, then I come off the top with the clothesline. Okay. All right. <laughs> or as was the case last night, off the second, because I started climbing to the top and hit my head on the ceiling. Ah, <laughs> uh, geez. Oh, it's the low ceiling? Yes, sir. It was one of those type buildings. Oof. Oh, indeed. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the behind the scenes, you know, to get a little inside baseball. Yeah. Uh, it was a little messy last night. Um, How so? Uh, the, the easiest way I can sum it up 
If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Okay, break it down. And uh, one of the hardest things for me with tag team wrestling is yep. you've now got four minds involved. Yep. And that you've got to get all on the same page. Yep. And that wasn't the case last night. Uh, okay. I think it's one of those things where uh, Ronnie and Levesque have wrestled each other like thousands of times. Okay. And so I think they were just like, oh, like, we know how to do our match. Yep. Not considering, like, we've got two other people in this match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, so really, like, at no point did we ever really talk about the match. Okay. Uh, other than uh, the finish. We, we knew the finish, which actually uh, we had talked about it was going to be the heart attack. Okay. Uh, From the Heart Foundation? Heart yes, sir. yes, Oh, sir. nice. Okay. We, uh, we like to do some old school homages. I got you. I got uh, you. You know, to the teams of yesteryear, kind of kind of similar to FDR. Okay. Who they, they also throw in some old school homages. My favorite of theirs is the Power and Glory uh, Superplex Frog Splash. <laughs> Power and Glory. Wow, you went back on that one. Right? Hercules and... Uh, Paul Roma. Paul Roma. Uh, Low-key, he was part of uh, Four Horsemen, too, at one point. Yes, he was. Ric Flair's <laughs> least favorite horseman. Oh, for real? Yes. Well, he didn't have a lot of time with them, so I could see, I guess, just didn't warm up to the rest of them. Well, I, it was two things. And I guess it depends whose version you listen to. Okay. <coughs> uh, Roma, he says he, he was young, <coughs> good-looking, and Flair felt threatened. Okay. Um, Flair says Roma didn't know how to live the horseman lifestyle. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, you, know, you don't have to take it. Yeah, I just... Not everybody has to live their gimmick 24-7. Uh, I I don't disagree with you, but I do think, especially back then, I mean, that was yeah. the deal. And if you're rolling with Ric Flair, that means yeah. you're rolling with Ric Flair. <laughs> true, true, true. I was, uh, uh, I was actually explaining to the Queen last night, because uh, after the show, uh, we got out late. It was like 10 o'clock. Uh, yeah. After the show, when we were trying to find something to eat, we ended up uh, finding this cool little bar uh, called the Mad Moose. Okay. And uh, we had some drinks. We, we had some appetizers. Uh, and we didn't get home till after one in the morning. Yep. And uh, I was like, man, like, I'm, I'm sore. Uh, I'm in pain. Like, got the podcast in the morning. Yep. Uh, you know, and I need to get my workout in. I'm like, yep. you know, Got, got work and everything else. And she's like, ah, like, just, you know, it's Sunday, like, just take the day to relax and recover. Yeah. And I'm like, Rick, what would Ric Flair do? I'm like, he would still be up in the morning and getting his workout in, like, even after partying all night long. Get his hour car uh, cardio in. Yes, sir. But that's what I told her about. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so this morning, as much as I did not want to, um, as much as I was tired and um, also just physically in pain. I took some kind of bad bump last night. Uh, I've got to replay it in my, you know, try to figure out what it was, but uh, I did something where instead of landing completely flat on my back, yep. I landed more so like on my tailbone. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, so that's in a lot of pain. Uh, yeah, hopefully you didn't bruise it. Hopefully not, hopefully not. Um, and I don't think so, I have bruised it before. Okay. Um, and that was definitely a worse pain than what I'm in now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think it was just a bad, like, just landed everything on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's going to happen. 
That's true. You know, gotta take your bumps and bruises. Uh, but yeah, how, how did the rest of the night go? You said it was it was just a weird, uh, you know, planning the match ahead of time. But yeah, so uh, since there was no plan going into yep. it, yeah, um, it just completely fell apart. Big uh, match or straight from the beginning? Straight from the beginning. Oh wow! Uh, so uh, Ronnie and I, we were out there, we we're just talking trash and everything, and uh, then all of a sudden, uh, Dick Diamond jumped me from behind. Yep. That wasn't part of any plan. Um, and, and that's no problem. Uh, you know, you go with the flow, and especially if there is no plan, well, then this is what we're doing, you know? Yep. But uh, it turned out to be, and I'm going to get very inside baseball on this, but okay. uh, it turned out to be one of those things where Nick Diamond, he's a newer guy in the business. Okay. Only been doing it for a couple of years. Uh, now, the heel generally leads the match. Okay. And, uh, and I, I don't mind, uh, actually I prefer a working heel, uh, because then I can lead the match and lead in the way that I feel I should, but I don't mind being a baby face and following along. And I know, I know the ebbs and flows, so I know you just give me the Iggy and I know what to do. Right. And so when I got jumped from behind, I'm like, okay, no problem. I'm like, we're the baby faces. Um, you know, so that means he's going to attack me for a little bit and then he'll give me the Iggy and I'll do the big, you know, come back and I'll tag in my partner. We'll do some tag moves back and forth and, you know, we'll, we'll get the ball rolling from there. Right. Um, but he never gave me the Iggy. He just kept beating me up. <laughs> they give you no time to breathe. Exactly. Uh, and in wrestling, there's typically, and this can change, but but typically most matches follow a, a pattern of the baby face or the good guy. They, they have what's called a shine. Uh, that's where they get in their stuff. They show off their athleticism or their good wrestling ability, uh, technical wrestling ability kind of thing, you know? Okay. Then uh, what comes after that usually is the cutoff, which is where the heel will do something uh, kind of dirty. Um, to to slow down the baby face's momentum, and then the heel that then comes what's called the heat, where the heel basically beats up on the baby face. Okay. Ninety um, percent of wrestling matches follow that formula, and then things will ebb and flow from there, depending on who's going to win the match and everything else. Okay. But uh, so so knowing that formula, I'm like, all right, like he'll beat up on me for a minute, but we're gonna turn it around into my shine. Right. But uh, instead, that never happened. It basically just went into heat. <laughs> uh, so, so, number one, Ronnie, like, didn't even get to get in the match. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and then, uh, number two, like, I didn't get to show off, like, to be like, oh, like, here's a credible, you know, top-level babyface. Like, you know, it's just like, oh, wow, like, this guy's just been getting beat up. Uh, <laughs> And the heels didn't have to do, I mean, I guess jumping me from behind is dirty, but like that shouldn't have been enough. Okay. Um, and, uh, but it's well, Nick just didn't know any better. Um, and, and that's okay. Uh, okay. It was a learning experience. Okay. Um, but uh, then things also kind of went downhill. Uh, so before the show, uh, the promoter, Chris Blackheart, gave a big speech about. Uh, not fighting on the outside of the floor. Uh, the venue had just uh, redone the building, uh, so they don't want anything like damaged. <laughs> and uh, next thing you know, I'm being pulled out to the floor and we're fighting <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> and uh, Levesque had a couple of dates with him. Okay. And so while we're on the floor in my head, I'm like, oh, you know what? Like I will beat up Levesque and Nick like right by Levesque's dates. 
Yeah. Um, and it's one of those funny things where it's like, number one, you're kind of messing with the guy, like, oh, like you're getting beat up in front of your date. Yep. Uh, but also number two, in my experience, like if whether it's been happened to me or if I did it to someone I was wrestling against, when someone's yep. there with a date, like it like not like a like a long term girlfriend or wife, but like a date, someone that, you know, has never seen them wrestle before. Yep. You lay in some like really good shots on them, like up close. Yep. All of a sudden their date is like, oh my God, like this is real and you're in pain. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so then they, you know, they, they'll be nice to you for the evening. Like, you know. <laughs> so that was my thought process. Um, however, uh, I took Nick Diamond and I was going to throw him down on the chair uh, next to Levesque's dates. Okay. Uh, but Diamond, who's a small guy, maybe 180, maybe. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to say maybe 170. Uh, <laughs> But uh, he's a small guy, and so instead of like going into the chair, like his whole body like flew. Um, he basically, you know, that like Owen Hart leg lariat. Uh, no, not really. Uh, Owen Hart used to do like a leg lariat. I'm trying to think who else did it uh, or has done it. But uh, basically, like it's like a jumping, not like it's it's like a jumping clothesline with your legs. Like it's not like the like Zack Ryder like leg drop. Okay. While the guy's standing, it's more like like the guys running at you, and you like jump up and like clothesline them with your legs. Um, oh, okay, okay. Who does it? Now I got you. Now I got you. Okay, yeah. Uh, so basically, Nick Diamond ended up doing that to uh, somebody's drink <laughs> that they're <laughs> holding in their hand, <laughs> and it went all over them and the people they were with. <laughs> oh, jeez, they were probably not happy. What's that? They were probably not happy. They were not. Um, <laughs> and uh, I guess they left. <laughs> I don't know if words were said. Jeez. Um, but uh, yeah, that was not good. Um, and also, like it didn't stop there. His body continued and hit the wall uh, with the newly renovated building. Jeez. So uh, there was a lot of unhappiness. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. But, uh, you know, things happen. It's wrestling. It's not ballet. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, who, who, who was victorious? Uh, Ronnie and I were victorious in the match. Okay, nice. Yes. It uh, sounded like you got no moves in, so I wasn't sure if you guys got uh, squashed. It, it was really weird. Uh, like I said, Ronnie wasn't in the match at all. I basically got beat up the whole time. And yep. then, uh, Levesque, <laughs> oh, another bad thing that happened. Levesque hit me with the, his DDT, which is his finisher. Uh, yep. And I was supposed to put my foot on the rope. I, I was like two centimeters too short. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thankfully the ref was like, oh, his foot's under the rope. <laughs> Jeez. So, so that went bad uh, as well. And then uh, from there, Levesque, uh, he picked me up. Um, I dropped down, picked me up, I dropped down. Yep. The third time he picked me up, I had just enough to hit him with my uh, game over knee. Okay. And uh, we were both down for like the seven count. I tagged in Ronnie, he tagged in Nick. Ronnie hit Nick with a spine buster. Ronnie hit Levesque with a spine buster. Ronnie grabbed Nick, pulled him up in the razor's edge, tagged me, and I, I hit the clothesline off the second. And it was one, two, three. We were. Well, that's good. You guys were able to retain your uh, titles. 
Yes, yep. Yeah, we, we were able to retain the titles. Sound like y'all were going to get squashed uh, in the match. I mean, we pretty much did, other than <laughs> the, the last, you know, Ronnie, Ronnie hit two spine busters and, and the Razor's Edge. Um, and yeah, my clothesline off the top was the only offense I, I really got in. And, and it wasn't discussed in the fact that they were pretty much good, uh, look strong over you guys until the, the, the end? No. Uh, like I said, nothing was discussed. Uh, so, uh, so you know, that's why I say if you if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. Yep. Uh, you know, and it, so it's one of those things where I think everybody, you have four individuals who all have yep. their own idea in their head. Okay. Um, as opposed to, and that's why I say like tag matches are really tough. Um, a singles match, even if it's just the two of you and you've each got your own idea in your head, it's yep. easy enough to communicate in the ring. Yeah, be like, oh, here's where we need to go. So once the match uh, concluded, what was the discussion in the back? <laughs> a lot Not of unhappy bad, people. A lot of unhappy people. All right. Uh, what, as, other than you guys yourselves, who, who else was unhappy? The promoter. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> owner of the building. Oh, they were there too. Yes. Yep. Wow. Um, so yeah, so that's why I'm like a lot of unhappy people. Um, uh, I wasn't unhappy, uh, <laughs> uh, to me, I was like, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> did you guys get chewed out by uh, the promoter? Not in a bad way, um, <laughs> not at all. He basically just like, I gotta say, this promoter, he's a pretty chill guy, okay. Um, so, you know, he just voices his pleasure. He was like, you know, he, he raised his voice slightly to get attention. One of those, like, hey, like, whose idea was it to hit the wall? You know? Yeah. But then after, like, we explained the situation, like, that wasn't planned. Like, it just kind of happened and everything. He's like, you know, we're going to check for damage. Like, you know. And- was there any uh, damage? No, thankfully. All right, that's good. Yeah, yes. that's coming out your pockets, I imagine. Right, exactly, you know. Um, but thankfully, there was no damage. Um, I guess other than the three people that got a drink spill on them. Or... Yeah, right. <clears throat> and, uh, and then the owner, the the owner of the building, the the he guy, did he chew you guys out. No, nope. He was just there. Um, you know, he let the promoter do the talking, and gotcha. I, I'm I'm hoping he didn't chew out the promoter. You know, yeah, right, everything like that. But uh, but yeah, he was just there, kind of giving the you know the disapproving dad look. <laughs> and what was the discussion amongst you guys you know the wrestlers themselves um about the match a lot of unhappy people uh, <laughs> but uh you know it was just one of those one of those on your, on y'all on y'all side or their side both I, I think i was the only person not unhappy okay so what was the consensus of the unhappy just because nobody was clicking yeah, nobody was clicking, and everybody was upset about that. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, in, in hindsight, like, you know, literally, I just had this thought now as we're talking about it. Yep. Like I said, Ronnie and Levesque have wrestled thousands of times. Yep. Um, Nick Diamond and I, we wrestled just last week. So I think everybody in their head, like, like I'm sure Ronnie in his head was like, oh, me and Levesque have wrestled a thousand times. I know how this match should go. Levesque yeah. in his head was probably like, oh, me and Ronnie have wrestled a thousand times. I know how. And, and Levesque and I have wrestled a few times uh, okay. in NCW. Okay. Uh, 
so he's probably like, oh, I know how this match should go. And Nick in his head was probably like, oh, I wrestled Osiris last week. I know how this match should go. Okay. Uh, but I don't think anyone was thinking the same thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, so that's why I think everybody was unhappy because they're like, how is this bad when like, yep. it should have been good? Yeah. And really what it comes down to is it's like, oh, like it, nobody was thinking the proper thing. Okay. Okay. I don't think anyone was thinking of it like, oh, this is a tag match with like four individual people. Like people were just like, oh, like I know I've had a good match with this guy. Right, right, right. So what's the consensus for next show? Are you guys going to have a rematch against those two people again, or what no, you wish you uh, your next opponents? Next show, which is next week, Friday, and Franklin yep. Mass, um, and Carlito Cool is going to be on the show. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, so that'll be fun, funny, interesting, all the words. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's going to be me and uh, this wrestler, Rambo. Okay. Uh, who's very popular. Uh, he's uh, one of the Showcase Pro Wrestling students. Um, he's newer to wrestling. I think he's had maybe five matches. Okay. Uh, but it's going to be he and I teaming up um, against Nick Diamond and Paul Holloway. Where's Ronnie? Uh, Ronnie has to work. He works Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So, yeah. See, like you keep on fighting Nick Diamond, like, <laughs> for the longest. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be because um, he and Paul Holloway were the tag champs. It was supposed to right. be me and Ronnie against him and Paul Holloway at their March anniversary show, right. on March eighteenth for the tag titles, and it was going to uh -huh. be the big. You know, will the Fellowship get their tag belts back? Mm -hmm. um, so we were just doing matches leading up to that, where basically, like, I was getting screwed over in the finish. Okay, um, and you know, and that's like part of the intrigue. Uh, yeah, and I assumed we were gonna have either some kind of no DQ. Um, I don't think it would have been a cage match, although that would have been cool. Um, but I assumed some kind of no DQ sort of no count out sort of thing where it's like, okay, well, now like you can't run, you can't hide. Like, yep, here we go. And, and if I was booking it, I would have had them win, okay, because uh, no one would have seen that coming, okay. okay. But instead, uh, <laughs> I won the tag belts last week. Uh, so I don't know where we're leading going forward. Okay. All right. It's going to be interesting. Yes. Yes, it will. Well, so I take it then next week's match, uh, titles are not up for grab then? Just no I Ronnie? assume not. Okay. Um, I'm going to assume not. Okay. But I don't know. I, I would have assumed the titles would not have been up for grabs in a two-on-one match either. But True. Sorry. Stranger things have happened. Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, well. Hopefully, the next show will be less drama. <laughs> and y'all, uh, you know, obey by the rules of the building. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think next show will be less drama, and we will obey by the rules of the building. Um, you know, I, I've, this it's funny. Typically, with Showcase, uh, I don't know who I'm wrestling against uh, until I get to the venue. Okay. Uh, in fact, when I was on my way to the venue, I got a text from Ronnie, said we were wrestling Don Vega and Scott Levesque. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and that was my thought too. I'm like, all right, like you know, two old school vets guys against the vets. Yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, but then it was not that. It was Nick Diamond and Scott Levesque. Um, and that got changed, like maybe halfway through the show. Oh wow. <laughs> Which, to be fair, that's another reason why there was no communication. 
right, um, right, Dick right. Diamond had already planned out a match with this guy Joe something or another. Okay. Um, I think his name was Joe or John. I think it was John. Um, okay. He was the new guy to showcase, so that's why I don't exactly remember saying. But yeah, so like they had been told like they were gonna be wrestling, and so I mean to be fair, like things getting screwed screwed around like that, it, it impacts the match. That's yeah. true. It's hard to communicate if you know every, everybody's trying to figure out you know the P's and Q's. Right, right, and uh, and it gives me such a better. Uh, feeling for uh, raw talent because the rumor is that like the raw script gets changed like right up until they go on the air goodness gracious right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so if that's true I'm like good for the and actually I can say for sure uh, I, I like uh, what culture um, I don't know if you ever heard of those guys yep yeah um, they're uh, British um, I, I like British accents I don't know why uh, <laughs> But they've uh, pointed out a couple of Raws where, like, one match will be announced, like, before the show. Like, oh, like, so-and-so, like, you know, against so-and-so. And then all of a sudden, like, that match didn't even happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they, they're good at pointing that sort of stuff out. It's like, wow, like, so you've been advertising for a week. Like, I'm just thinking from the wrestler's perspective. Like, for a week, it's like, oh, like, I know who I'm wrestling. Like, I've got this match planned in my head. And you get to the building. All right, here's how we're going to do it. And then all of a sudden, like, an hour beforehand, it's like, oh, no, you're actually wrestling this person. Like, figure it out for live TV. <laughs> uh, goodness. So next week, then, are you, gonna, you guys are going to try to do a sit-down. If you are still facing the same, you know, each one another and try to work out the kinks of the match this time. Absolutely. Um, and that's where I was going to go with this, uh, assuming it's the people that's advertised. I'm yep. excited because I usually don't know who I'm wrestling against, but now it's like, oh, I do know who I'm wrestling against. I can yep. take some time during the week and like think about it and plan some stuff. And yep, like, all right, let's let's all come to the table and break some bread. Yep. Yeah. Give fans a uh, you know some of a, of, a, of a show and yes. you know pay their money for. Exactly. Okay. All right. We're definitely looking forward to the recap next week. Uh, hopefully everything will go according to plan. No doubt. Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> right? Fingers crossed. Now, I know you've been going at Showcase a lot. At the end of the promotion, you'll be wrestling as well in the future or just mostly Showcase for the time being? Um, NCW will actually be starting back up on March 4th. Oh, wow. That's uh, like uh, in a couple of weeks then. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget. February goes by so quickly. Right, shortest month of the year. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, so uh, they'll be starting back up March fourth, and when they do, I will be wrestling uh, with for them. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun. Um, and then uh, beyond that, we will. Uh, oh, actually, here's a great segue. Um, asking about wrestling companies that uh, I'll be wrestling with in the future. Um, so uh, EC3 and Braun Strowman. Uh, have started their own wrestling company. Oh, wow. Uh, out of where? Um, well, you see, I think they both live in Florida. Okay. So I'm going to say Florida, but I think the idea is for it to be a national company. Okay. And uh, they are looking for talent. And uh, so I, I am going to be submitting myself. Dope. Uh, yeah, yep, to uh, try to get in with them. Um, 
they say supposedly they have some kind of TV deal in the works. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'm like, well, that'd be pretty awesome, uh, you know, to get in with them and on the ground level as they're building this thing and build some notoriety. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, so that is my that is my endeavor i'm like you know what i, I want to get in with these guys i really like uh i don't know if you've seen any of ec3's control your narrative uh nope. stuff nah. he uh since since being released um and it, he was released during the like very middle of the pandemic yep and uh when like things were locked down and shut down and everything and uh, he talked about how it was really scary because none of the other wrestling... I mean, you had AEW running, but outside of that, no one else was running. Okay. Um, so it's like, man, I just lost my job, and like, there's not other jobs to go to. Okay. And so he created uh, this character. Um, he calls it EC3, Essential Character, um, the third, because... Uh, you know, that was the time where it was like only essential, what was it called? Essential workers, I think. Yeah, during the pandemic. Yeah, yep. And uh, so he created the essential character and he started shooting these uh, vignettes um, you know, about control your narrative and okay. how he wasn't going to let anyone define him anymore and tell him who or what to be and all that um and he ended up uh doing like a uh cinematic match with uh matt cardona formerly zach Ryder. how was that um pretty good actually um it was a uh it was in a wrestling ring uh-huh. um, so it was like a wrestling match but it was definitely like it was shot cinematic style um they had stuff in the ring i couldn't tell what it was okay. um, but i think it was meant to look like glass it okay. definitely wasn't glass because nobody was getting cut. Okay. But like, you know, the way they shot it and with the lighting, like you'd look and it's like, oh, like what's all over his back, you know? Oh, okay. All right. Um, so it was cool. Uh, definitely a different kind of vibe. Like the, it, it had a fight club kind of vibe. Okay. Uh, the audience wasn't like wrestling fans. Like it was like guys with like beards and like no shirts and like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like a roadhouse atmosphere? Yeah, yep. Okay. So, uh, all very cool stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, since then, he's done more. I haven't watched it uh, nope. yet. But uh, but I definitely will. But he did one with Braun Strowman. Um, it was called so, Lightning. he's not going back to Vince then? He's definitely Braun. not going back to Vince now. That is strange. That they released him. Like, that's their, like, prototype of guy. It is I, well. From what I understand, it's because he had a huge contract. Okay. And they wanted to. They, from what I understand, they want to release him and then re-sign him to okay. a smaller deal. Okay. And he was just like, no. <laughs> I think they felt like they had a uh, Mark Henry situation. Okay. Which is funny because I'm like, Mark Henry ended up being amazing right before going out. But uh, there were a number of years where he was just kind of wasting away while making a lot of money. Okay. But I don't think that's Mark Henry's fault um, because we once they once he brought out that Hall of Pain and all that, he was great. Um, so I blame creative. You know, it's like, well, you got to give the guy something good to do, and he'll do it. Yep. Uh, so I think that was the deal with Strowman, where like, yeah, they were booking him in really bad, silly stuff. 
um, like you had the feud with Shane McMahon where Shane McMahon was like oh like you're just a big dumb jock like and that was like the whole feud yeah um, and then just some other silly things so they're like why are we paying this guy I think he was on a 1.5 million a year guarantee Ooh. yeah <laughs> and uh, so they're like why are we paying this guy that kind of money um, and so they released him and because he, he doesn't come from wrestling he comes from the strongman world correct uh, so I think they thought like you know we'll release him and offer him even half of that is more money than he would make in strongman right um, yeah. But he turned it down. He was like, no, he he feels he's worth whatever, I guess, and didn't want to go there for the lesser money. Um, I can't picture him in AEW because he would just be so much bigger than everybody. <laughs> Monster. Yeah, like legit. Um, and so because of that, I, you know, I don't know, I guess him and EC3 decided, you know what? Like, and, and it's funny, they're, uh, they've been really good friends. Um, throughout their WWE run, they've often posted pictures together at the gym uh, with them and uh, Rockstar Spud, of all people. Uh, I can never think of what his WWE name was. Uh, but, uh, Drake uh, Maverick? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, the three of them, really good friends and uh, often working out together at the gym. Uh, so is he also going to be part of the promotion then, you think? I could see it. Um, assuming that he's still in the States. Oh, you're right, right, because he's originally from uh, the UK. Yeah, so I don't know if getting released, does that mean like he doesn't have a uh, work visa anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if he is still here, then yeah, I could definitely see him being with their company. Um, but if he's not, I mean, just, I mean, he's stuck, you know, in the UK. Yeah. Uh, oh, but that's still uh, it's interesting like with all these like now these little mini promotions uh, from wrestlers are uh, starting to pop up uh, left and right uh, it seems like uh, you know if you don't want to rock with Vince might as well start your own yeah you know? right well especially I guess if you've got the um, what's the what's the term if you've got the financial financial resources yep uh, to be able to do it, and if you've got the like, like EC3 and Braun Strowman together, I'm like, oh, that's like recognizable names. Yeah. Um, so it's the, some star power because I feel like if you don't have recognizable names, like, like uh, I don't know if you've heard of the wrestling company Terminus. Nope. There we go. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Where they based out of? Atlanta, GA. Okay. Nice. Yes, uh, and it is run Runs by it. Jonathan Gresham. Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, he's a Ring of Honor guy. Okay. And uh, he and his, I forget if she's his fiance or wife, but uh, Jordan Grace, um, who she is. As well. She wrestles for Impact. Okay. And uh, she got really big on the indies after a uh, match with Brian Cage. Why is that? Um, so Jordan Grace, she's really strong and powerful. And so, uh, I guess her and Brian Cage had, and it's, here's one of those things where me personally, I am not a fan of this sort of thing. Um, uh, but, What's that? uh, where, like number one, I'm not a big fan of intergender okay. uh, wrestling, um, in general, unless it's done a certain way. Okay. Uh, but th this was like, they were treating it like they were two equals because Jordan Grace was like the strongest woman on the Indies. 
Okay. Brian Cage was like the strongest man on the Indies, but like Brian Cage is still like a foot taller and a hundred pounds heavier. Like, so, so it's not <laughs> too equal. Like, you know. Okay. All right. Um. But uh. But yeah, her and Brian Cage, I guess, had a barn burn in the match, and uh. Okay. Gotta have to check it out one of these days. Same, actually, because I, I never saw it. I've just heard like that's how she she got big, so to speak. Um. But anyway, so they run a company in Georgia called Terminus. Uh, just started up maybe a couple months ago. Okay. Um, but, like, there's no star power to, like, really get eyes on it, you know? Okay. Um, and that's, so that's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, EC3 and Braun Strowman, um, I think they, they might be onto something. Because that's, you know, especially Braun Strowman, like, that's big star power. People know who he is. Yep. So yeah, okay, all right, yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll check that out. Um, and continuing with other wrestlers, uh, in their promotions, uh, the biggest news uh, that has dropped on the the interwebs is uh, Cody Rhodes, who once started with uh, the Young Bucks alongside Young Bucks AEW, seems to be now walking away from that same promotion. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. Yep. Uh, I still think it's a work. Yep. Um, but I mean, uh, and I guess we'll, we'll find it's, out. Yeah, I can I can see that because it's so random how it just happened all of a, all of a sudden. Right, like that. That's the thing to me. I'm like, wait, like Cody, the executive vice president of the company, like uh, in a couple of months he was all in that TNT belt running. You know, with him and um, what was it, Sammy? Yes, Sammy. yeah, yeah yep. Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Uh, and then all of a sudden now it's like, whoop. I'm, right. I'm done with that company. Like, right. Like, that's really weird to me. Yep. Um, but we'll find out very soon. Uh, but the rumor is he's going to WWE, and that's also weird to me. Yeah, very of, backwards. Right, right. Like, unless they're going to, like, make him a top guy. And does he really want to work that 300-day schedule? Because I imagine with AEW, he didn't have to work that many shows. Now, AEW runs once a week. Yeah. Uh, sometimes twice. Sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's yeah. much easier on your body. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, so, so, and that's why, yeah, the whole thing just seems really weird. But with that being said, uh, I didn't know this. Apparently him and The Miz are really good friends. Okay. Um, the Queen filled me in on this. Uh, she knows a lot more about what goes on behind the scenes than I do. Okay. Um, but uh, at Saudi Arabia, uh, we didn't watch it, but on the kickoff show, yep. uh, The Miz wrestled either Ray or Dominic. He wrestled Ray Mysterio. Yes, The Miz wrestled Ray Mysterio. Uh, okay. Dominic Mysterio was at ringside. And uh, I don't know they who won or whatever, but uh, they showed the highlight of Dominic Mysterio and Ray Mysterio giving The Miz a double 619. Okay, and uh, they interviewed the Miz, and he was like, "That's fine." He's like, "You know what? Like, if it's gonna be two on one, then I need backup, and I've got a really close friend that I could give a call right now and have them show up." And uh, the Queen was like, "That's got to be Cody Rhodes." Um, but I said, "I'm like, wait, so Cody Rhodes left the company he was executive vice president of <laughs> to do a tag match with the What Miz. was he? Was he really? Was he really uh, executive VP though, or was that just? Like was his was his name on paperwork as that? Yeah, yeah, his name was on. Oh, paperwork okay, all right. Like, I wasn't sure it was just you know like a play title. 
No, no, no. Legit. Uh, the four of them were all executive vice presidents with different duties and responsibilities. Okay. Um, and uh, oh yeah, because Kenny Omega uh, part of that too. I keep on forgetting he was part of the creation of AEW. Yes. Um, although an interesting thing, and I'm curious to see how things go going forward. Yep. I, I feel like Cody ended up being the most valuable executive vice president. Um, okay. Kenny Omega was put in charge of the women's division. Okay. And their women's division was horrible while he was running it. Um, Who's running it now? Tony Khan. Oh, okay, okay. Because um, Kenny Omega likes Japanese women and Japanese women's wrestling. Yep. Um, so that's what like they had a lot of when uh, they first started, but like it wasn't good Japanese women's wrestling talent, you know? Oh, no. And uh, so, yeah, the women's division was really bad. Tony Khan took it over and it's definitely been better since. Okay, he's cleaned it up. Yeah. Um, and the Bucks uh, are in charge of the tag division. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know. I think there's been some questionable moves made there. And uh, I am a member of the cult of Cornette. And okay. uh, Jim Cornette believes that they did it because, well, the, the questionable moves that have been made, they think it's, Cornette thinks it's so that way the Bucks can always look good, like, and be like, well, we're the top tag team here. But what questionable moves do you see? Um, number one, I, I think having Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page as tag champs for so long. Yep. When you've got so many, like, good established tag teams. Yep. Um, like you could have established, like, oh, like here are like some, and then the Bucks are the ones that beat them. You know. Okay. Um, I, I think you could have established instead, like, oh, like here, you know, I don't know, here are some top tag teams that are our champions. Um, so I think that was a, a mistake. Uh, I think FTR losing the tag titles so quickly. Yep. To the Bucks. <laughs> um, I think that was a mistake. Um. Was there any like did he get any kickback, any rematch for from losing it to the the Bucks or not really? No, like everyone just went on to their different things. Oh, wow. So so yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, I feel like, you know, the tag division, there were definitely some some mistakes made there. Yep. Uh, some miscues perhaps. Um and so that's why I say I'm like I feel like Cody and uh, honestly I don't ex- I know Cody was like doing a lot with charity work and like yep. that sort of behind the scenes stuff and like yep. agenting matches um, so I, uh, to me I'm like I feel like Cody like probably was the most like beneficial of the executive vice presidents for that company yeah uh, but some people the, some of the rumor and innuendo is that that's part of why Cody's leaving because he presented on paper like how much work he does in comparison to the others yep. so he felt he deserved more money and uh, the, the rumor and innuendo is there's a uh, freeze right now on AEW funds until uh, they get a new TV deal and that won't be until 2024 oh wow two years? yeah wow that's the rumor um, I don't know how true that is. Like, I feel like if AEW could grab a Bray Wyatt or something like that, they would. Um, but with that being said, that is the the new rumor as far as why Kevin Owens didn't go there um, because they weren't going to pony up like a lot of money for him. Okay, okay. So crazy. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. So it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's such an interesting world in wrestling right now. Yeah, it's never dull. Like, uh, see, well, I don't know. Maybe 
I'm curious to know. We had internet forums back, you know, in the attitude and you know, ruthless aggression era. But with social media uh, on top of things, I wonder if it would have been just as crazy back then as it is now. You know, um, I think definitely during the 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 uh, the, um, the Monday Night Wars. Yes. Um, that I mean, because there was a lot of crazy backstage stuff going on there in that time, and guys going back and forth. Okay. Um, but other time periods, I don't know. Like the uh, the ruthless aggression era. I mean, there wasn't people jumping. Well, I guess you had TNA getting some big names and things like that, but it never felt like big. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. Plus, I, and plus now wrestlers are uh, able to air their grievances much vocally to the rest of the world compared to you only heard it through the dirt sheets like you know and they even say the name but like such and such certain wrestler is <laughs> blah, blah 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 and you have right. to sort of like guess and do your detective work but like, it sounds like such and such you know now right. it's like wrestler be like yeah I don't like what I want to be release me or talent right. sucks here or just down the third yes yeah, like, look at Mustafa Ali yep yeah, uh, but like I said, other wrestlers always grieve their, you know, their problems, or they'll just they'll be for other wrestlers on social media. Right, right. Different promotions because you you saw with the whole uh, Young Bucks and uh, what was the guy that was in um, Shane Strickland's group? Uh, Top Dollar is his oh, name. Top Dollar. Yeah, they had like a little Twitter Twitter finger uh, battle for a brief second over like sneakers or something like that. Oh, uh, I remember but then, something about that. But. Yeah, but like I said, like you know, you got other wrestlers from other promotions throwing, you know, jabs here and there, subliminals. Right, right. Because then Top Dollar tweets something like, "Oh, like your favorite wrestlers wear fake Nikes or something like that." Yeah, exactly. Because the Young Bucks are like known to you know rock uh, Jumpman's. Yes, yes, Jumpman, Jumpman, Jumpman. Yeah. So. But yeah, I don't know which like is sort of like a blessing and a curse, the whole social media, but it would have been interesting to see how wrestlers back then during the Monday night was where you know was throw shots at one another. Cause I know Kevin Nash would have been on his you know eight plus <laughs> game, uh throwing shots left and right, uh if that was the case. Right, right. Well it's funny, I just watched a uh clip from an interview with Ric Flair talking about yep. his uh I guess you can't even call it a divorce because technically they were never married. Okay, um, but his breakup with uh, Wendy, uh, formerly known as Miss Fifi. Okay, and uh, which quick side note? Yep. Did you know that the reason why Ric Flair and Rick Rude have heat is okay. because uh, during the uh, mid '90s, when Rude was over there in WCW, and this is when Ric Flair had the uh, Flair for the Gold uh, segment. Okay, uh, with his maid Miss Fifi. Okay. Uh, apparently, Rude was like trying to get with Fifi, who was married okay. at the time. Okay. Um, and Flair was also trying to get with Fifi, or was getting with Fifi. Uh, okay. And Flair was also married at the time, and Rude was also <laughs> married at the time. Hysterical. Uh, but uh, but it was one of those situations where like Flair was like, "Why are you trying to hit on my woman?" Like you know, and Rude's like, "That's not your woman." <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and apparently that's why they had heat. I never knew they had heat. I didn't either. Uh, but I listened to uh, Conrad Thompson and Eric Bischoff talk about it. Oh, 83 and, weeks? Yes. Yep. Okay. And uh, he said that that was probably the, the reason. 
So what? So this is what they're in like ninety five, four. Probably yeah, ninety four. I think. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to remember when was Rude and Flair like in the same, you know, right. ring. Right. But yeah, yeah, it was probably about ninety four. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's just so funny to me. I'm like, wait, so all three of them are married, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like involved in this thing and like mad at each other, like you know, I'm like ah, gotta love wrestling. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, but yeah. I'm sorry, I, I digress. I <laughs> I brought that's that crazy. Because, yes, I had brought up the flare, uh, the clip of flare I had saw. And yep. he was asked what would it have been like for him uh, in his prime if social media was around. Oh, and, really? Yes, yep. And uh, he said he, he wouldn't be a wrestler. Um, he, he said he always wrestled for fun and because of the fun that he had doing it. Yep. And social media would have prevented that. You believe him? I do believe him. Because um, I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's the nature boy. Like, that's not just a gimmick. Like, that's who he is. And I, okay. I think wrestling is what allowed him to be that. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be really tough to uh, be like, oh, like, you know, we're having a party at the Omni, you know, <laughs> ladies 18 to 35. Like, you know, come on through. <laughs> I feel like you can't get away with that, you know, in the social media era. <laughs> uh, go on Rick Flair right and I have to even question I'm like did he have someone at the doors carding because if not um, <laughs> I don't That's know that, that they were even always 18 you know crazy although the, the rumor is uh, Ric Flair, his big thing was always no hair, no flair, and that's how he would make sure <laughs> they were of age <laughs> uh, too funny Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, have you had a chance to check out the um, uh, Dark Side of Wrestling uh, episodes yet? Other than the uh, plane ride from hell, I have not watched any of the others yet. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, yeah, and definitely. the Brawl for All. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, from uh, the second season, I think? Yes, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you do get a chance to check out more, let me know because those are very insightful as well. Yes, no, and I definitely uh, th- that's on my list of things to to catch up on. Yep. Okay. Most definite. Most definite. <clears throat> um, what else has happened in the wacky world of wrestling? Um, did you watch NXT this week? I did. It was the uh, Valentine something something, but they uh, massacre. Nah, but it was it, something similar. Okay. Um, but it, it was the finale of the Dusty Cup. Okay. Uh, yep. uh, with uh, uh, MSK against uh, my people, the Creed Brothers, aka Out of the Diamond Mine, headed by uh, Malcolm Bivens, not to be confused with Michael Bivens. Okay. Okay. Oh, quick side note. Yep. Um, I'm sorry. I just randomly thought about this. Yep. Um, I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl last Sunday. Uh, only the halftime show. Oh, which was dope. Yeah. Uh, don't even get me started on that. But uh, <laughs> the, even, the though, even though uh, 50, yeah. 50 uh, has packed on some pounds. I mean, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> he looked like Bizarre from the uh, My Band video. I don't know if he looked that bad. 
when, when, when Bizarre did the in the club scene. Yeah, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know if Biffy looked that bad. Oh, uh, man. Um, you know, 50 looks like a, you know, man in his 40s that's been eating well. Yeah, all that, uh, all that money from Power and all his other shows have been helping him eat well. Right? And that's, I mean, back in the day, that Kings were always considered to be portly because they, they had the money to eat. <laughs> that's how they showed their wealth. Right? Uh, but, but um, someone that's also been eating well, but very mm-hmm. different physique, uh, The mm-hmm. Rock. Um, opened the Super Bowl and, oh, okay. uh, and uh, he did like this old school you know finally the Super Bowl has come back and basically cut a promo okay uh, two funny things from that one um, apparently a clip has leaked from um, the NFL sidelines okay like the players had no idea what he was doing and they know like nothing of his wrestling career <laughs> get out of here they're that young Apparently. Wow. <laughs> like, that's so what were they crazy. saying? They're like, why Why is Brock doing this? Like, this is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. So I'm like, wow. Like, how do you not know about, you know, the trailblazing, eyebrow raising? Because like, he was doing all that shtick, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All his catchphrases. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and uh, which I loved, but I'm like, yeah, I guess if you're a young kid and didn't like, grow up with like you just know Dwayne Johnson the actor right uh, that might be weird I guess uh, <laughs> but uh then the second thing from it is the what culture guys did a video <laughs> and uh, they were talking about it and um <laughs> and, and <laughs> I'm not gonna be mad at them about this they're British they don't know American history okay uh, they're like, oh, The Rock gave like a pump up promo, you know, kind of like a Malcolm X kind of speech. Hilarious. I don't think they know American history. I think they were just like going to something, like not really knowing what they're talking about. Yeah, they probably because they saw the the movie clip of you know the you know Plymouth Rock, you know, landing on the <laughs> right. Clip. Thought it was that. So shout out to the British. Shout out to the British. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, you know, thank you for uh, Stephen Regal. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for Stephen Regal. Uh, I'm trying to think if anything else good came from it. Oh, fish and chips. I like fish and chips personally. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you to the British for that as well. <laughs> Although I think they eat theirs with vinegar over there. Ooh. And uh yeah, yeah, I'm a target different guy. Different strokes with different folks. Uh, absolutely. But uh fried fish and french fries I do appreciate with some tartar sauce and ketchup. Oh, most most definitely. Most definitely. Um uh But you were uh, saying the Creed brothers. Uh yes, 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 yes. And Malcolm Bivens. Yes. Uh had a great match. Um I don't want to give no spoilers, but I was quite happy with the finish. Uh, also, another great match on the show was uh, your man Carmelo, uh, <laughs> the ex, you say, Michael Jackson impersonator? Yes. Um, yeah. From CW. <laughs> um, was against uh, Cameron Grimes. Dope match that they had. Nice. Oh, I could see that. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then Braun Breaker against... Um, uh, this new guy, um, Spanish wrestler. I'm drawing the 
blank oh, on. Uh, the league legato. Uh, yes, the him though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good match, good match. I forget whose name is. He used to be Phantasma. Uh, what in another promotion? Yeah, he was a uh, luchador wrestler. Like he had a purple mask. Uh, okay. He seems very big for if he was a luchador wrestler, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, great man. I'm still waiting for like I'm think I think Braun Breaker and all, but he's a face, and I feel like Steiners excel only when they heels. So That's like right. I'm, I'm just waiting for that heel, you know, turn. So okay. he can unleash his, his inner uncle's, you know, potential. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean. <clears throat> Come down with the steel, you know, chain uh, headpiece. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, man! And he's already got the rec- standing recline his finisher, uh, and uh, yeah. So does he call it that? that? I don't think so, but oh, I mean, man. people but know. Like, what, I don't what know it why is. They, they don't refer like they need to like make some better like Steiner references. I think because the whole namesake, like, because they don't own it, so they already have to give them. Um, Royalties or rights or something for it, I imagine. I number one, I think it's worth it, but uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, the name and also the Scott Steiner is banned from WWE thing. What from what, yeah, um, because after he left the company, yeah, uh, he did a bunch of shoot interviews, uh, yeah, but all like 90% of wrestlers do that when they leave uh, Vince, yes, uh, but like he like called Stephanie McMahon a slut, um. Said Triple H, he, he and, and a, I don't know if this is true or not, but because yeah. uh, he was asked about the wellness policy, and he's yep. like, I never got tested because I told them I would piss right next to Triple H, and they yep. shut their mouths. <laughs> yeah, it, sound, it sounds like it's all in like gimmick. It doesn't sound like it's kayfabe. I mean, I don't know, you know, but uh, okay. but yeah, the rumor is that, uh, and also he, he and uh, he said he was going to beat up Hulk Hogan if he ever saw him. Well, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> and uh, so uh, the rumor is that like Scott Scott Steiner is legit like banned from WWE events, like and like at uh, things like the Hall of Fame, like they put up like signs, like so people know not to let him in. Uh, well, at least uh, uh, Rick though they they can acknowledge him. Yes, right, and, and they should. Yeah, uh, wasn't uh, and I don't know if maybe this was after the show went off the air, but uh, I think he was there when Braun Breaker won the title. Was he? And like I said, it might have been after the show went off the air. Yeah, it might yeah it might be one of those type of situations. Because yeah, I saw a picture of him in the ring with Breaker in the title. Oh, okay, how's he look? Uh, pretty good. You know, I know obviously age, you know, obviously, but he doesn't look like he's like wilted or nothing like that, though, right? No, no, that's why I'm like, he looks like he can still put put hands on, and he can still put hands on somebody. Um, yes, actually, I would say so. He he looks like, uh, you know, how like I don't know if 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 your high school gym teacher was like this, okay? Like my high school gym teacher was like one of those guys where it's like, yeah, he's not like a tough guy, but like he's a strong guy. Like you know, if you put his hand on your shoulder, you feel it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay, that's what Rick right. Steiner looks like to me. Like he doesn't look like a guy that's gonna get in a fight or something. But like uh, he looks like if he puts his hand on your shoulder, you're gonna feel it. Yeah, one of these days I gotta check out one of the Shoney's. Is it? Yes. Restaurants. Shoney's, all you can eat buffet. Oh man, sounds delicious. 
it's not bad. It's uh, not great, but it's not bad. Where did you get one? South Carolina. Oh, okay. So they're all the, raised up. They're pretty much a, a, a southern chain uh, restaurant? Yeah, yep. Okay. All right. Well, one of these days when I'm down the dairy south, check it out. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Um, let's see. Was there any other noteworthy topics uh, this week? Uh, so we discussed the uh, pay-per-view. And, uh, oh, uh, was Dolph Ziggler on NXT this week? Yeah, uh, but I, oh, he interfered in the in the breakup match, but I don't want to like spoil it, spoil it too much. But yeah, he was. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. All good, all good then, and uh, we'll get more into that maybe next week. But yeah, I remember seeing something of Dolph Ziggler at NXT, and I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> well, you know, it seems like he helps uh, enhance talent for folks. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, he's probably the best bumper WWE has. You think so? One of their best workers. You think so? Oh yeah, definitely. I'm not really sorry with him, but I I, I, honestly, I think that's his biggest flaw. Yeah, is that he's so good um, at making other people look good. Is yeah, nobody can make him look good. Right. All right. Well, but like as a wrestler, like I watch him and I'm like, oh, I would love to get in there with him, and I would look so good. which, oh, actually, I've got a big thing that, that happened this week. Yep. Uh, AEW, uh, they opened up their Forbidden Doors. And uh, Jay White walked through. Ah, uh, from uh, New Japan? Yes. Bullet Club? Yes. Um, so he is over there now. Uh, seems to have some kind of alliance with Adam Cole. Okay. Um, and uh, apparently, I don't exactly remember this, uh, but I, I think he was the one that kicked Kenny Omega out of the Bullet Club. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, so the Bucks, like, when, when Adam Cole introduced Jay White, and, like, then for whatever reason, Jay White walked off. Like, the Bucks were saying to Adam Cole, like, don't you know about him and Kenny? Like, uh, okay, all right. Continue with like, that no, story. Cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, and your man, Keith Lee, debuted as well. During yes. The- Yes, uh, for he is limitless. Uh, and he had a great match with Isaiah Cassidy uh, from Private Party. And, okay. Uh, I, I, and speaking about, you know, making someone look good, um, Isaiah Cassidy in one match made Keith Lee look better than he ever did in WWE. Okay. Um, the one thing I definitely recommend checking it out, uh, it's probably on Twitter or YouTube as a gif. Uh, yeah. Is Keith Lee giving Isaiah Cassidy a beal out of the corner? Uh, hey, what? Out of the corner? A, a, a beal? It's basically a hip toss. Okay. Uh, but it's called a beal when you do it just from standing. Like, so it's a hip okay. toss if the guy's coming off the ropes and you do it. Okay. And just from standing, it's called a beal. And uh, Isaiah Cassidy, like, went flying from, like, one side of the ring to the other. Okay. All right. Uh, sort of different, but okay. Yes. Are you a fan of uh, Keith? Honestly, I'm not a big fan of <laughs> what does What doesn't he draw you in? Um, for me, he's just, like, a, a nice guy. Okay. Um, kind of a big, big teddy bear kind of guy. Um, so he can never be a heel? I don't think so. Okay. I know WWE, two weeks before releasing him, I think they tried to make him a heel. Okay. And they probably were like, oh, yeah, this doesn't work. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, he's uh, for me, he just comes across as very friendly. Um, and that's not what I want in my wrestlers. Okay. Uh, well, that's not taking anything away from his talent or, or anything like that. Um, but but yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm not into friendly guys. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, How about yourself, though? Uh, have you seen much of his stuff? Are you a fan? Not a fan? No, I haven't watched a lot of his stuff. Um, I should go into the archives and do my due diligence, but no, nah, I just haven't had the time to uh, check it out. But huh. what do you think of his uh Is he, like, decent in the ring? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, for a big man his size, like, he moves so well. Okay. But just he's just not clicking on to you? Just not my flavor of ice cream. Okay. All right. And, you know, well, it's going to happen. Like, there's thousands of wrestlers in the world. Not going to love them all. No, that's true. Um, but you think he can go far with AEW? Or you think he'll just get lost in the sauce? I think he can go far there. I, I think they're going to give him a big push. Okay. And uh, especially with a company like that, like, he's so much bigger than everybody. Okay. Um, so I think they're going to use him really well and push him as like a monster over there. Okay. Okay. And uh, the small guys can sell for him. He'll throw them around and, you know, the whole deal. Okay. All right. Um, so say Cody does leave. It's all legit. Where does this leave um, AEW, you know, storyline wise? Oh, I don't think that will impact them at all. Um, I, I think they continue to move forward, um, especially because Cody, I mean, really, he was just involved in the TNT title. Okay. Um, and that's very easy to move forward because Keith Lee said he wants the TNT title and Andrade said he wants the TNT title. Um, okay. So it's very easy to be like, oh, well, here's where we're going now. I keep on forgetting Andrade's uh, in AEW. Yes, because uh, he doesn't <laughs> wrestle. Uh, instead, he, he's been trying to to buy Darby Allen from Sting. That sounds like a very weird storyline. It, it is. Um, like the whole thing, he's very confused by their relationship. He, okay. He's not sure if Sting is Darby Allen's dad, uncle, or owner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, too funny. Yeah, it's really weird. So, like, every week, like, he's, like, trying to, like, find, like, Sting and be like, oh, like, I want to buy Darby Allen. Like, what's the price? <laughs> Sting's like, what are you talking about? Like, uh, <laughs> and then last week, um, I, I was laughing throughout the whole segment um, because they were in the back and it was Dar- Darby Allen and Sting and Andrade. And Andrade's just <laughs> talking to Sting, like, yeah. I look for the boy. <laughs> like, I don't know why he's trying to buy him. Like, that has not been explained. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's um, not a boy. You can talk to him directly. <laughs> has uh, Dan Housen uh, uh, wrestled yet? Um, I ha- if he has wrestled, I haven't seen it because uh, I don't watch their YouTube shows. Oh, okay. Oh, the uh, be the elite thing, being the elite and uh, dark and elevation. Oh, what's elevation? Um, I feel like that's their version of Shotgun Saturday Night. I've I gotta check that it, out. But that's my that's my take on it. I gotta check that out then. So it's okay. all the upcoming New Jacks. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, definitely. And oh yeah, you said dark uh, is the other one. 
And uh, so, yeah, so I don't watch any of those. So I, if Dan Housen has wrestled, I haven't seen him. But he has been on their TV. Um, he is part of the Best Friends group with Orange Cassidy, uh, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, and now Rocky Romero. Okay. Um, is it Rocky Romero? Yeah, I think it's Rocky Romero. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so Dan Housen has been on TV uh, in their matches. Okay. Uh, are you a Dan Housen fan? I haven't seen a whole lot of his um stuff yet, so that's why I was asking to see like if he's like been good. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like he's not my flavor of ice cream. Okay. Okay. But uh, right. we'll see. But yeah. But hopefully, you know, he excels. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. You hope so much wrestling. Ever, right? Right? So little, t- so little time to watch. <laughs> so true, so true. And I'm so behind <laughs> on Dragon Ball. Oh, I know, right? With yeah, uh, Super. Yeah. Same here. Same here. One of these days, I gotta take a vacation to catch up on all these goodies. Yeah, right. You know. But uh, all right, cool. Well, uh, I just say we can wrap at that point. Since we're at a nice, cool ninety minutes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, if you want to do your uh, honorables of uh, taking us out on this nice sunny Sunday, it's a beautiful Sunday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, it's a beautiful Sunday. I uh, hope everybody. Oh, what's uh, um before you take us out? What was uh? Would you would you put on, would you put on your um? Uh, your water, uh, your, your gallon, your water gallon. Oh, What's yeah. today's uh, quote? <laughs> so today is actually just a really simple one. Okay, um, it's changes. That's it. That's it. Okay. All right. So people just take it how how they want to with that. One hundred percent. Okay. It's. Uh, I feel like we are, uh, and this is wishful thinking on my part. I know because it's mid February, yep. but I feel yep. like we're leaving winter. And uh, getting to spring. Okay. And uh, I feel like that is a good time uh, for changes. Um, okay. Changes in season. Uh, we go from, you know, the cold weather and the hard ground uh, to warm weather and fertile soil. Okay. Uh, nice. You know, and so uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a good time um, for people, myself included, uh, you know, to make good positive changes. Uh, as you know, as we embark onto uh, this new season. Okay. All right. Dope. I like it. Uh, so yeah, take us on now. So uh, yeah. So as we embark onto this new season, <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope everybody enjoys their uh, beautiful Sunday. I hope everybody gets a chance to spend time. Um, huh. I'm trying to think of the, and, and not for PC reasons, but really just for communication reasons. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to to say this. So I will say, I hope everybody spends time with their spirituality, um, okay. whatever that may mean uh, for you. Um, and I hope that uh, everybody has a beautiful day. And as we say every week, you could have been anywhere in the world right now but you're here with us. We love and appreciate you for that. And we look forward to catching up with you guys next week with more of the crazy, wacky world of pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. And on that 
beautiful, beautiful note. We bid you adieu. One, two, three.